With us today is former Congressman Peter King. And uh, get an update from the Republican point of view. What the heck is going on in New York City, New York State, Long Island, and what's going on in Washington? Uh, Congressman King, you're one common sense guy. It's three weeks, 21 days till Christmas. Which say you? Where are we? Uh, we're probably not much different than we were a month ago. Uh, you know, inflation is so up, there's still issues with crime and everything. But let me go to Washington first with Hakeem Jeffries. I know. You know, a lot of Republicans are complaining about him. I'm saying he's probably the best we could get from a Democrat. Uh, Hakeem, I've worked with him on a number of issues. Uh, he's obviously he's a strong Democrat. But on the other hand, he's uh, very practical when it comes to trying to find, as you would say, common sense solutions on non-political issues. Like he and I worked to get more money for the MTA during COVID, worked across party lines. So he has no, no, no partisan hang-up that way at all. And... Uh, also, I know, you know the progressive wing of the Democratic Party uh, was very critical, critical of him over the last few years. So, hey, there's any number of things we're going to disagree on. But I would say that he's probably the best choice that we in New York could have had. And as Republican, he's probably the best one you know, we could work with on the uh, Democratic side. As far as New York, I think Mayor Adams, if they can implement uh, this whole idea of taking uh, dangerous mental health, uh, you know, mental health, uh, mentally ill people off the streets, is a really you know, great step forward. Now, how the police implement that, how they decide who is uh, dangerous, uh, you know, they're not psychiatrists, they're not psychologists, and there's always the danger of false arrest lawsuits and everything else. But to me, it's a real step in the right direction. I just hope they have it worked out so that uh, they'll be able to implement it without any you know, complications or delays or anything like that. So I give them credit for that. And again, it's a step in the right direction. As far as the Republicans in Washington, uh, it looks like they're having a hard time you know, selecting the speaker. And Kevin McCarthy is the overwhelming choice, but you have to get 218 votes on the House floor. And Republicans only have, it looks like, 221 or 222 seats. So even five people holding back their votes could tie this up forever. So hopefully they can get it resolved. Otherwise, we're going to you know, look like the gang can't shoot straight. And the Democrats have their leader and will be... Uh, stuck without a speaker. So, uh, again, hopefully they can get it worked out. You can't let five people or six people blackmail the entire party. So that, that, that's my summary, John, of uh, Brooklyn, Manhattan, New York, and uh, Washington. What else? we got only three weeks to Christmas, then we four yeah. weeks to the new year. I mean, are, 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 do you feel the optimism that in the new year maybe the Democrats and Republicans will be more civil to each other? I, I would hope so. That's why I wish the Republicans would get a speaker, you know, elected speaker, so he can start negotiating with Hakeem Jeffries and Joe Biden to see if there is a way forward. I was disappointed when uh, Kathy Hochul vetoed a bill, which was to set up a survey or a uh, commission on fentanyl. And, uh, again, I don't know why she uh, vetoed it. I know it was it passed unanimously in the Assembly and in the Senate, so it was a totally bipartisan bill. And she vetoed it, and uh, she may be claiming some budgetary reasons. But for someone who spent, you know, millions and billions, suddenly be worried about, you know, the cost of setting up a commission doesn't really uh, sound sound true. So that, you know, that's a disappointment. But hey, listen, you know, we're going into Christmas. Maybe the spirit of Christmas and the spirit of the new year will provide some opportunity as we, you know, start off the new year because we have so many issues that really shouldn't be on a partisan basis. We have enough issues that are partisan, and they should be. But as far as others, uh, you know, let's go forward, especially on crime. I mean, if uh, 
if Eric Adams pursues this, I think we as Republicans should support him uh, and support what he's doing. If not, we can be you know, criticized at them. But right now, I think we should stand with them on it. And hopefully they can find a way to implement it without a million lawsuits coming in claiming that how does a cop know if somebody is mentally dangerous or not? How does a judge know? That, that whole thing. They can tie this up and not. So hopefully we can go forward on that. Well, I support Eric Adams, especially in the mentally ill thing. I don't think the mentally ill people are capable of deciding for themselves sometimes. And they are, again, you know, committing crimes. They're dangerous. They make a very, uh, uh, again, it's a, it's a terrible attitude they, you know, they provide, an atmosphere they provide. And apart from that, you know, they're throwing people on the tracks. They're uh, carrying out violent crimes. So, no, we have to find a way to work with him to make sure it gets done. Yes, we, me and you have talked about it, violent criminals, mentally ill. And uh, I don't know where we stand, what category uh, the uh, the veterans that are living on the streets of New York are, are at. I mean, are they in the mentally ill category? Uh, some may be. You know, it could be PTSD. It could be a form of mental illness. And, but to me, they should get top priority. And, and Any veteran who's homeless or in that situation, absolutely. I know. Uh, we've had several programs in Nassau County, which seem to be working. Uh, and uh, and a Fred Wilpon, who used to own the Mets, he was very active in that. So hopefully we can make you know make progress that way and get it done. So, uh, uh, but it's uh, you know they certainly deserve you know first priority. And uh, you know years ago, John, when you and I were younger, people didn't even realize that the veterans had any kind of mental or emotional problem. And we had a, a guy in my neighborhood when I was growing up. He used to walk around in the summer with a hat, overcoat on, a scarf, everything. And people say, oh, poor guy got screwed up in the war. And that was it. Nobody ever said, you know, try to help him. They just sort of wandered the streets. Fortunately, had a place to, to go at night. But, I mean, so now we're more, you know, much more aware of it. And we should do all, all we can to, you know, take care of those veterans. And I understand uh, the suicide rate is still very high in the, uh, yep. uh, in the veterans. Uh, and that's very, very sad. Yeah, well, again, we've been making progress on it. Uh, I mean, I know when I was in Congress uh, over the years, more and more money was appropriated for mentally ill veterans, PTSD, uh, and uh, homeless veterans, you know, all, all of those issues. Also trying to find jobs for returning veterans, make sure they're placed properly. So it's, uh, no, that's an obligation we have to them. I mean, it's hard to uh, imagine, you know, what they, you know, what those uh, men and women have seen in combat and, you know, the impact that it can have on them and, on later years. So, uh, no, that, that deserves absolute top priority. And that's certainly to be a nonpartisan issue. Well, Congressman Peter King, thank you for everything you've done for uh, America, 28 years in the Congress, and you continue to speak out for America. We'll catch up with you again real soon. Hey, John, thank you.